0: Kaiju FM, come find your niche.
1: Did we do some social media to say we were back? Did yes. Did we bollocks?
0: Oh, the opposite of what I said then. Exactly. Sweet. Let's do it this week. Okay. Eh? Okay.
1: To the Space Jam Continuum, the show where we try to make a cohesive cinematic universe out of something that was never meant to be one. I'm Chris McLennan. I'm really tired. I mean, uh, so am I. Yeah. I mean, not, you, you, you opted in to run an absurd distance.
0: I did, this is true, but you know, this is like two days after now. I've told you, if I've told you
1: once, I've told you a thousand times. You should never run. Yeah. There's never a reason to do it. Everything's oh, zombies.
0: Li-
1: when, when that arises,
0: I'll consider it. I'll consider it. Yeah, running. but
1: then it's too late, though, isn't it? But then again, if they're running zombies.
0: May as well sit down.
1: For f- fucks anyway. That's true. And if they're walking zombies, don't really need to run.
0: Mm, I don't know. I've seen a lot of uh, George A. Romero, and it's always people who like just think, oh, the shambling dead, oh, they're not that bad. It's like, yeah, they are when there's plenty of them. They'll gather around you. Oh, I
1: wouldn't say they're not that bad, just but. Gather just gather around. you know, running isn't. Like, it's just. Entirely necessary. Just, sorry, just no. keep an eye out. Get roller hey? skates. Yeah, it's an option.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just or one of those electric scooters.
1: Yeah, a pogo stick,
0: jump over them. Yeah, yeah, just jump about. Or uh, those kangaroo legs. I've never tried them. I've always really wanted to. Yeah, I really want
1: to, but it's an expensive investment. It's a very it? for for just. <laughs> I'm just going to bound around. There's got to be somewhere you can rent them.
0: Yeah, well, looking rent a leg. Well, rent a leg. And if there's not a place that does
1: it, let's start a business. Yeah, rent a leg. We've, we've needed a, a, an alternate source of income, and rent a leg might just be it. Yeah. <laughs> So that's that's on our to-do list after the show. Just Google rent a leg, see what we can do. All right. Uh, but right now we've got to watch some
0: cartoons. But uh, first up, what happened last week? Uh, I'm, in the world, or in the world of the Tooniverse? No, in our world. I was going to say because there was a lot of stuff happened in our world.
1: Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to focus in on that.
0: No, it's reasonable.
1: Uh, so um, we witnessed the. Uh, possible extradition of taz to the united states yeah we presume that was at the behest of bugs yeah um, taz is now in a us zoo of some he is kind. yep and daffy's got 5000 us dollars
0: he's got 5000 us dollars and he can also beat up taz and taz is uh, also apparently easily controlled by music
1: yeah cuz we realized that daffy's uh Ascension probably isn't going to be at the hands of a genie as Pops no. was trying to orchestrate, but it's actually just going to be just pay the man.
0: Yeah, it'll, it'll give, get it done. Give, give him the cash; He's he'll a greedy do the job. Duck. He is a greedy duck, but professional greedy duck.
1: Um, we had some. Uh, we had Speedy. Speedy Uh like We talked about his powers. Uh, yeah, which uh, there were two. There were two sort of revelations about Speedy. One is that he can sort of rewind. We don't think very far. We think no. like a couple of seconds. And
0: yeah. So, well, are like, because because we we talked about sort of like a Prince of Persia tile thing. So, whether yeah. or not like you know, he requires sands of time.
1: He's a speedrunner. Yes. Yeah. He's he's on. He Twitch just does it and does it and does it
0: until he gets it right.
1: Uh, and the other thing was uh, the reason we think that he can't just join the fray straight away and start making himself useful is he's got to spend all of his time looking after his drunk mates. Yeah, who are very drunk. Who are always very drunk and always trying to pick, fight with cats. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there was some Sylvester and Tweety times, uh, which, I don't know, were kind of odd. We saw uh, Tweety actually in some peril without a granny, but still seem to want to be eaten.
0: Yeah, I because so, we talked about Birds Anonymous being like a potential re- um, like replacement initiative for the um, Hector clones. Yeah, I think so. Um,
1: like. Birds are Friends, Don't exactly.
0: Yeah, so it was about like like them, them kind of getting into these areas and just having a Birds Anonymous bit going on where birds are now safe to roam around without cats to fear.
1: Yeah, and then there was a very really weird Sylvester in 31 in a hospital. Yeah, that, that one was, was odd. It was really yeah, because we were
0: talking about Granny not that not actually being an animal hospital.
1: Yeah, but it did confirm that uh, Tweety Bird is the species, yes. not uh, not the name. Yes. Because the cards where it said cat and dog for and it was Tweety Sylvester Bird. and Hector, it was Tweety. Uh, so, I mean, that wasn't a huge revelation, but that's what we had.
0: Yeah. Um E. Coyote in Roadrunner. Uh, we, we assumed that Roadrunner is now just getting really bored of teasing wiley
1: yeah and we think the sponsors are getting bored as well because yeah. uh they they gave wiley the opportunity at one point to duplicate himself yeah and he didn't seem to cotton on that that was an option and no uh yeah did, didn't make good use of it so he's, he's gonna carry on
0: much as he has for <laughs> the entire time yeah and um, the good thing is he can't really starve to death we assume so. I mean he's,
1: he's he's been doing his best but it doesn't seem to work
0: it's not taking is it
1: no but I think that's because he's like because he's one of uh dr coyote's experiments yeah where I think he's already dead very possible like his Frankenstein sort of situation yeah yeah so yeah I I reckon that might be something to do with why he hasn't hasn't perished. off killed over, <laughs> no, over starving he did it already yeah uh, we stopped short of the next cartoon last week Because we don't like to end on a Pepe Le Pew number Because he's, he's No, I'm not really sure I like to start No, but at least when we start with the Pepe Le Pew number We can quickly just move on to the next one That's very true uh, So uh, that's what we're going to do this week uh, With our first couple of cartoons We're watching Touche and Go Which is a Pepe Le Pew and Penelope Pussycat number From October 12th, 1957. Then we're going to move on to some Bugs and Daffy and everyone's favourite characters, cab driver and theatre manager. I do love those guys. uh, In Showbiz Bugs from November 2nd, 1957. I mean, you know, standard procedure for the Pepe one. like Yeah. Um, you know, it's Penelope Pussycat gets a white stripe painted on her back
0: and... Then there's some uh, d- like animal abuse from the guy who did the white stripe, just decided to kick a dog down the street. That was a bit the weird. the dog
1: caused him to get covered in, in white paint. I know, but you don't have to kick a dog, do you? Well, no, you don't, you don't ever have to kick a dog. Much exactly. like running. You don't have to do it. You just don't have to do
0: it. There's never a need. Um, but yeah, it was pretty formulaic. Although, I, although I do think like going for a run is probably wildly more acceptable than kicking a dog. Uh, to the general public. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: Um, but yeah, really formulaic Pepe episode. Not gonna, not gonna do much for us. I mean, there are a few things you know that come up every time a Pepe episode comes up, but that we haven't really quite gotten to the bottom of. Yeah. The language. Yeah because lepant it, it it's Lip more off. and more establishing itself as a a sort of fluent franglais yeah situation like you know it used to feel like it was trying to emulate french and now it is just pretty much just half and half down yeah. the
0: line yeah like the, 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 there's definitely no way that you could listen to that and go oh yeah that's that's obviously french
1: yeah uh, but the question is where is this where is this language spoken and why because it like in this one we had other people speaking it uh, Yeah, pepe speaking it songs that were written in it not you, pepe's song do you think star, do you think so
0: the times yeah but like like do you think that maybe it's a like an aoe that pepe gives off do you think that those green stinky lines are actually like some sort of like mad language stink, some,
1: some French <laughs>
0: French Rosetta Stone smell. Yeah, like because like, like, it only ever really seems to be happening around Pepe. We haven't seen this happen around anybody else. Because yeah, we've had some others that are in France, haven't we? And yeah, but they haven't been speaking that. Haven't
1: heard that language.
0: So I'm I'm thinking maybe it's maybe it's something that Pepe has that he kind of like exudes.
1: Yeah, maybe he's got, like, you know, sort of sort of shit power, like, where it's just, like, you know, it's sort of what he's after, like a mind-controlling sort of thing. But it's Yeah, just, but it doesn't, doesn't do doesn't it right. doesn't do what he wants.
0: No. It's just... Uh, in, in this episode, we definitely saw him trying to use some sort of um, spiked drink.
1: Yeah, he went massively out of his way to be out of sight when preparing the drink. Yeah. came back, Penelope was gone, and he tipped it away and said, I don't want to drink that myself.
0: Yeah, cuz it, like it, because it was basically a glass of water and he was surrounded by the sea and I was like, oh, well, he's just going to jump in and get get some of that. But no, he went all the way back to town and then made sure to come back with like an open glass as opposed to just a sealed bottle. Yeah. Which you can buy from any shop. Bottled water, not hard to get a hold of. So very easy for her to tell whether or not it'd been tampered with. Yeah. Whereas a glass of water, where you've got to hold it above the sea as you're swimming through it. Yeah, I didn't mention
1: that part of him going out of his way was to swim this glass of water across the ocean. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. um, I mean, not that we were ever in any doubt, but uh, this middle-aged divorcee called Michael, a.k.a. Pepe Le Pew, uh, you know, it's just an awful... Awful rapist,
0: very inappropriate fellow.
1: No, I said awful rapist there as if they were good rapists, and that's that's not a thing. No, I just want to be very clear. <laughs> he's uh, awful, and he's a and rapist. He's a rapist. <laughs> um, but yeah, not much. I didn't get much to really talk about in that episode, which is really you know how I like a Pepelepew episode. The only thing, uh, other thing in there I could think of to talk about was the Pepe Le gets eaten by a shark at one point. Yeah. Uh, and then the shark's eyes went all
0: bloodshot, yeah. and then he ran off onto the land. So do you think the shark's having its moment? Um, I mean, very possibly, but I, like, it's like Pepe just leaving a bad taste in your mouth is not, not an odd thing. No, but I've never... Well, I mean, I,
1: I wasn't a shark to begin with, but no. like, I've never so- suddenly just jumped up on my, on my tail and run onto the land. No. So, is that, are we, are we going to see... Because we've seen fish walking around like that ages ago. It was a chef, I think. Yeah, it was quite a long time ago. It was a very long time ago. It was very yeah. early. We, um, haven't, we haven't seen many fish on land for a long time. But we did establish that there was like a whole other sort of uh,
0: community and civilization. It's in very possible see. that sharks aren't welcome within that, though. Yeah, I think it's very possible. Because I, like, I always them. found the Lion King a bit odd. Yeah, I can kind of see that. that it's like, what? You've got all these lines <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, aren't lions cool? It's yeah, okay. <laughs> if, yeah, if like, if you're like you're finally being eaten by them, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like what they addressed in uh Zootopia. Yeah. yeah but like, you know, Lion King just glaze over it. It's just like he, he was probably Schnaffy in a bit, but right now he's being polite. Yeah. It's
0: like <laughs> what well, so I think I think sharks probably aren't really accepted within the um underwater sentient toon communities.
1: Yeah, I'm just wondering if we're gonna see more more fish just in the
0: Dayton City, just a shark like I hope a, little, so. a little hat. Just no, I hope so because it'd the be the... quite interesting to see how those like kind of apex predators interact on land with land animals. Yeah, because, because they're no longer apex predators at that point. Like, dude, you're on land. You can't really walk very well because you yeah. don't have legs. Yeah, it's
1: like a bit in the Mighty Boosh when they talk about the polar bear fighting the shark. It's yeah. just like the polar bear waits for the shark <laughs> to be good and dry. <laughs> there you go. But it will also be interesting to see because we've seen it when once like. Sort of with humans way back in the 30s, like yeah. re-integrate, reintegrating humans into society after they were considered, I guess, like quite an oppressive influence on society. Um, and now we're, if, we, if we're now going to be looking at introducing like new predators into society, yeah. it could be interesting to see how that works. Yeah, so definitely. We'll have to keep an eye out for sharks on the street. Yeah, I mean, you should do that anyway. You're always keeping an eye out for sharks, <laughs> the sharks on the street because yep. they shouldn't be there. No, and really, like they're they're just going to be just as scared as you are.
0: Yeah, I mean, people say that about spiders. I don't think that's ever true.
1: Yeah, but spiders can breathe on the sa- in the same environment as you. whereas yeah. the sharks just can be like, yeah,
0: I'm yeah so- unless you put them in some sort of like a uh, bubble, like um, sandy, sandy chops. Sandy in Chops what you Spongebob Squarepants she lives Oh yeah on, She lives underwater Sandy Sandy She's a yeah, squirrel remember. Yeah, she's Might a just squirrel. be Sandy Squirrel uh, But she lives with like a Bubble on her head Doesn't she She does um, Yeah yeah Maybe uh, Yeah Maybe
1: we'll see some New architecture popping up yeah. In the cities Big water domes That'd be cool Aquarium Fish bowls To get about That'd be good uh, Shall we move on to Showbiz Bugs Yeah go on uh, So Daffy and Bugs There's some tension Between Daffy and Bugs um, Always though, they're doing, They're doing a sort of stage show situation I don't really yeah. know What the Like, what's brought them into this situation There's definitely some tension between Bugs and Daffy Mainly from the Daffy side of things
0: Do you think they're trying to like Raise money for like You know, like, like kind of war bonds But not for the war Oh yeah, I can kind do, of see like, that Do you yeah. think they're trying to raise cash? Yeah, possibly uh, But What, what for, but for, for, for Space Jam? Potentially because, because the thing is, they both know that they need to be working towards that now.
1: Yeah, that's true. And, like, there has to be an organisation um, in which this tension can take place. Because Daffy's clearly sort of jealous that the, the new kid on the block is taking all the limelight. Yeah. Yeah. He probably misses the good old days with Porky. Yeah, where it was all about him. Right, it was all about him and Porky. And, uh, yeah, so he's, he's clearly... Not too happy with, with the prominence Bugs is being given. No. But I'm wondering if that's within the agency or whether it's just within this show.
0: I, I think it's within the agency because, I mean... So he's you think got this... in on all of that, like up to the same sort of level? I think so. Yeah. Because it, it, it'd be daft for him to
1: not be. I mean, in the long run, yes. But I just wondered, like... Because at this point, we're, we're reasonably sure that Bugs or future Bugs... Uh, like, sit on that board. Yes. Whereas Daffy, we've, like we've always presumed just because he's one of the main pantheon of...
0: No, I think teams, he's probably one he of their top... Yet? I don't think he's in there yet, but I think he's one of their top agents.
1: Yeah, so I think maybe past Bugs and Daffy are currently top agents. Yes. Yeah. you've got like but 007 future, and 008. But future Bugs sits on the council. Yeah. And yeah, that might... Yeah that might go some way to explaining why Daffy
0: is feeling quite so bitter about this, yeah. this uh, relationship Well cuz I I don't think they know that Future Bugs is like pretty like high ranking within like the council I think I think he's think the shadowy he, figure
1: Yeah he's the he's the shadow broker he's yeah. the, he's the hand in the darkness Yeah exactly uh,
0: He's so, deep
1: deep deep voice deep throat <laughs> it, <laughs> is it is <laughs> I know what you're thinking you're f- I know, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking <laughs> it, that's a '70s porno, uh, uh, and, and and you would not be wrong. But uh, it, it, yeah. it is deep throat. That is the uh, X Files. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I was just thinking of uh, Watergate thing. All right, um, no,
0: Watergate. I'm 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 thinking of uh, X Files. Who was it? Because I was like, no way, it's called Deep Throat and X Files. <laughs> who's Who's that? I don't know. Oh, there's definitely some... I'll I'll have to... Next next cartoon, I'll have a look. (laughs) look.
1: We'll have a look. But no, Deep Throat was a a Watergate thing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, other things in this episode. Modular form of Daffy was twice confirmed, once with a a sort of hinged beak situation where he got blown up in the end. But also, uh, his top half can come off his bottom half, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, But his last trick... For whatever reason, was not fine.
0: Well, see, I I think what we were dealing with there is we were dealing with um, the portal visualizing um, his like casting up to um, like casting his consciousness out to oh,
1: so you like, think that was the those... the upload back to the yes. server? Yes,
0: like, because I I think that the body that got blown up there was just entirely like none of it was Daffy. Do you think he's like a swarm of nanomachines and he occupies the sort of good form
1: of this robot and they go, right, this swarm of nanomachines is going to have to naff off? Yeah.
0: And it sort of just takes the form of Daffy to get the last word in and then... And then, and then does one. Yeah. yeah. No, cause I, I mean, we, we know Daffy can suffer extreme damage. Absolutely. Um, because the Daffy that you were seeing is not, is not the Daffy... But I, don't, really?
1: but I don't think we've seen a ghost in this way before,
0: other than with Sylvester. No. I or don't maybe think we'll, some other cats. But. I mean, we did, we did in um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? The Weasels did it. That's my professional phone going off,
2: nice.
1: like a professional. <laughs> nice. Uh, yes, the Weasels do do it. The Weasels do do it. So, the like, Weasels have nine lives? They have seven. They have seven Four. lives. <laughs> I mean, they, they definitely all
0: had one. They had more than one. Yeah, in uh, well, no, I think they all had one in Who Found oh, Roger yeah. Rabbit.
1: Yeah, but they so they, they, but they definitely maybe they can do that thing where your body can just grab your ghost back
0: in. Well, I, th- I, th- I think I did get Sean at one point. They tried, yeah. they definitely tried, but then I think um, it escaped. So we get the impression they've done it before and it's
1: worked out for them.
0: Yeah, yeah or at so least they know that that's a possibility. It's a possibility. Maybe, maybe they're they told see- when they're little kids
1: yeah maybe they've just seen seen cats do it and go, yeah, yeah I reckon I can get a bit of
0: that action on am i'm, I'm all so long i do i do wonder whether or not maybe that's it like what 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 do you call a baby weasel I like don't know. like are they kittens? I have no idea should we look it up I think we should uh they are called kittens well, or, ki- or kits so yeah i am like potentially they uh share a certain level of ability to kind of pull spirits back in but maybe they only get one spirit
1: yeah that's and, what sort of and,
0: and and they st- they're still able to pull it back in if they can get it in time and the spirit is willing
1: so do you think uh, like cats and weasels are sort of co-educated
0: uh well i, I it's either like or maybe they just uh have like a common ancestor um yeah. through like toon evolution where they they share similar sort of base powers so cats are like the the high form that still sort of maintain
1: their full suite of yeah. powers. And weasels like they have they
0: have bits of it, but... But, but but I mean, chances are weasels have got other other powers. Um, probably more sly powers. Classic they're, sly powers. Well, you know they've got uh, Bit better a good name, be, wouldn't it? Better sly powers. Sly yeah. powers. I, I, like, chances are, maybe they've got better like stealth check or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe they're better at picking locks. Yeah, they roll with advantage, they've got a plus five. Exactly, it, yeah.
1: <laughs> All they, that jazz. They can do sleight of hand actions as a bonus. Yeah, you know. they can disengage. That's weasels. That's weasels, they're just rogues. Yeah, exactly. they rogues. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad we're not having to consider Daffy deceased, because that no. could be a major spanner in the works. But then, you know, we'll just have to see how he's doing next time we see him. But
0: now, say, I, I, I think he's just needle cast straight up. Yeah. And like back up to the server, I think that was that was what we were witnessing. But he just does it
1: in such a way where he can just have have a bit of a sassy. One oh yeah, because it's daffy in it.
0: Off. Like, of course, he's going to get a bit of a sassy quacking. Sassy quacking. That's <laughs> another D another D name. <laughs> sassy quacking and sly powers in. <laughs>
1: uh, shall we move on then? Uh, I think we should. We've got a double dose of uh, Sylvester uh, coming up. Uh, the first is a classic format, a Hippity Hopper, Sylvester and Sylvester Jr. number.
0: Often referred to as The Dick. The Dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: it's called Mouse Taken Identity uh, from November 16th, 1957. And then we've got a team up that I've seen once, maybe twice before. I think we have. Sylvester and Speedy Gonzales uh, in Gonzales Tamales uh, from November 30th, a great
2: 1957.
0: Sylvester Jr.'s a dick. He's always a dick. He gets worse and worse every time. That, like he, he lies all the time. Yeah. Dad, I've never seen a mouse. Bullshit. Bullshit. Like, dad, I really like coming to work with you. Bullshit. Like, I'm not saying Sylvester's, like,
1: a good dad. No, he's not. a good treatment. Yeah, like, he's, 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 he's an absentee
0: drunk. father. He's a drunk. But, you know, like, when he's there, he does try to put on a good show for his son. And his son is an arsehole. This is the most visibly <laughs> drunk...
1: In front of his son, I think we've seen Sylvester.
0: Yeah, uh, his
1: demeanour throughout
0: was definitely that of... It was, right but it's like... He, I don't know how long he's had this job at the museum. But, yeah, because it is... A, I, I, but I it's definitely it's, clocking in. Yeah, it's his job. He clocks in. Yeah, he clocks in. It's just like, okay. Like, I'm thinking maybe he does like a shift a month or something like that. But it seems to be attached to a zoo uh, where Hippity Hopper gets put in. Now, this is a m- minimum security prison. Yeah. because
1: if he gets put in and he hops and then he out. hops
0: straight back out again because they've just put a little low wall and there's a there's a gap between like his area that he can bounce around and the very low fence but he just jumps straight over that that's not a problem because he's a kangaroo and yeah he bounces to the <laughs> bounces to the museum and yeah he's he's now in and about the museum where Sylvester and I assume, had already pre-arranged to meet Sylvester Jr. there.
1: Yeah, because... Because we're already right, the idea Sylvester that...
0: Sylvester Jr. are friends from school. Yes, like, they know each other, and he just finds it a great way to torment his dad. But Sylvester never seems to learn. No,
1: he never does. But also, Sylvester, like, over time, because it's gone from him mistaking... Uh, hippity hopper for a mouse that's like suddenly grown or is suddenly bigger yeah to like
0: now he's just
1: telling this kid that giant mice exist yeah there are just giant mice yeah they like they they come in all different sizes up to these monstrous sort of things yeah um he does seem to know that he's never seen one the size of a full-grown kangaroo and thought it was a mouse because when he has the kangaroo there's, there's a stuffed kangaroo in the museum yes
0: and when that's pointed out to him, he's like, uh,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: that's one for sure. So he goes over and tries to show how he would take it down. And out of the pouch pops, hippie hopper. And um, then a standard episode kind of happens. He just chases the mouse around for a bit or the kangaroo. Yeah. Gets beaten up. But then it ends on a bit of a weird one because they end up... Um, I think he ends up jumping into a giant rolly machine. Which turns him into a mummy. He gets he gets kicked into it, I think. Right. But he gets wrapped up. So as soon as he's put in, he's wrapped up. Yeah, like the, one of those roly machines where you put the Rizzler in the tobacco and you close it and a, yes, a roly pops up. So out. in
1: the universe, that principle was invented, presumably, uh, you know, By the ancient Egyptians. five thousand years ago. Yeah. And uh yeah, they just did it. To save them all the bother of having actually wrapping everyone. a body, because you when you have had a long day pulling bits of brain out through the nose yeah. and embalming a corpse, <sighs> you necessary. don't want to have to wrap it up. Putting well.
0: all putting all the organs in the little jars, you just want to pop it in uh, there, pop brisa. it in, close the lid, and <laughs> instant instant mummy. Yeah, because that's what happens to Sylvester. Do you reckon somebody has to lick the end of the bandage? for it to stick yeah they all draw straws yeah it's like oh, right come on whose turn is it lick the bandage all oh, right get hop to it hop <laughs> yeah. to it Licko. right uh god that's dry click click then you pop in the sarcophagus and but you do you, you do get an extra glass of water if you if you get drawn out the hat as the liquor yeah you do get an extra glass of water that day so you know it's
1: not all swings around roundabouts isn't it swings, swings around roundabouts. roundabouts mate um but the bit that got me is after he gets unwrapped as a mummy Hippity Hopper just sort of jumps into his arms and just looks at him like it's all been a big fun game.
0: Yeah, well, because Sylvester Junior goes, "I guess now you'll have to be my daddy and my mummy." Yeah, making making a little quip and then Sylvester doesn't just... take nu- take well to the quip. I mean, understandably. Yeah. And then Hippity Hopper just jumps into his arms and there's like little love bubbles come popping up and about, and it's just like. That's a weird place to end, like but I, don't, I, I don't think that's going to
1: cut it. That, not, the so.
0: thing is, it didn't end for us because we went immediately on to uh, Sylvester in Mexico. Well, we now, know
1: that Sylvester, in, I, I presume, in his shame,
0: I, I has think fucking I, skipped I, the country. Well, either or he's just fucked off on holiday because he's like, no, I'm sick of this shit. He is just lazing about, I suppose. He, he is just lazing about. So, I, I, I think where we see him in the next episode, out, and he's in a hotel, but the the, the the reason for why is there doesn't really matter; it never really gets addressed. What we end up with is all of the mice in the town where Sylvester is uh, having a holiday um, are annoyed at Speedy for being um, a bit of a ladies' man, and he keeps like kind. Of, every time he comes into town, he steals all the heart of all the ladies, not literally. Yeah um, so he's not all harvesting <laughs> all I'll take these and sell them on the black market. I wonder how much a mouse heart goes for on the black market. I imagine not a lot. I don't know. Pence. Um, but yeah he's going around stealing kisses, he's stealing flowers. They um, they all love him. All, all, all the ladies do, all the men hate him. Yeah. The um,
1: ensemble cast of uh, Speedy Gonzalez
0: cartoons is is fast becoming one of my favourite it It's absolutely movie. fantastic. But they, they, they decide, all all the blokes in town uh, decide that they're going to hire, or, well, not hire uh, Sylvester. They're going to try and trick him into chasing Speedy out of town, which obviously is never going to work because as a mouse catcher, Sylvester's not very good, especially it... not with Speedy Gonzales. But one thing I did want to bring up, Speedy's not that fast in this, at all. Yeah, but he just doesn't have to be. No,
1: I, I realise that, but to do what he needs to do because he he does he, he he's get like Speedy. His demeanour has changed over the last few Speedy cousins. Yes. I mean, he's always been a bit bolshy, but like, but you know, between this one and the last one, yeah, like the last one they were having a bit of a party for him, celebrating him being the fastest mouse in yep. Mexico or in the world, presumably the world, but we don't know that. No. Um, and like you know, he was he was enjoying the revelry of it, but he wasn't like lapping it up. Whereas no. in this one, like he knows he's the shit. Yeah, and it's got like so. I reckon, he's playing on it. I reckon since then, he's 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 been a hit with the ladies, and he's like, oh, maybe I am, you know, all that. Yeah,
0: maybe I'm all that and a bag of chips. Uh, because he acts like it this time he like, really does He is yeah.
1: literally stealing kisses stealing yeah. flowers like he just it just gets in the, in between like any romantic scene that's going yeah and on. just causes a like but the thing is like do you
0: think do you think he he has like an agenda there like do you think he's like oh i need to maybe stop this town from breeding or something like that like is it, is it you think it's a fucking massive eugenics program I don't know. I mean, the thing is, we don't know much about Speedy. <laughs> That's true. We haven't ever heard of his, uh, and, his views on eugenics. And also, like, I mean, how many times have we had characters we've absolutely loved and then they've turned out to be absolute monsters?
2: Yeah.
1: I mean... Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. Because
0: mice, we know mice tend to be cultists. And we've always we've always erred on the side of, like, Ah, oh, it's Speedy, though. Speedy's cool. And it's like... Yeah, but he is—he is mortal, and which means he could—he could be swayed. Yeah, I mean, I, I can
1: see—I can see it happening.
0: We, we have no—we no, have no confirmation. We've here, got no evidence, but... really, apart from the fact that he's just becoming more and more of a like dick. Um,
1: yeah, the fact that they had to trick Sylvester into hunting mice does support. Your his holiday, he's on holiday things. Yeah, things like no, I'm not catching any mice. Yeah, I can't I'm, be bothered. I'm av- I'm chilling out. But
0: it's it's not until they they, they lob a, a letter in while well, in with a letter attached. That's it. That's apparently from Speedy, saying I'm going to pull your tail out from the root, and then Sylvester goes knocks. He's always like, "Are you going to do that now?" And Speedy goes, "All right, yeah."
1: And off it comes. Yeah, I wanted to talk about that. How did that pan out? Because well, he just, popped it back on, I assume. Yeah, but it just it just does it just come off. It, did, it well, I mean, with a little bit of,
0: with a firm tug. Or it did, did Speedy do something dead fast that we couldn't see? I mean, possibly. I mean, it, the thing is, it, it it could have been, it could have been a jape. Like it could have been uh, Speedy could have quite easily went to pull it and then quickly sellotaped his tail somewhere, like to his back. Yeah. And then had like a fake one and went, ah, I got your tail. You know, like, like you do with like fluffy like, snake, like, uh, fluffy snake. Like got like got your nose that you do with like yeah. kids. But you don't obviously tape their nose to their face, so it's flat like Voldemort. But he's
1: got He's gone. He's quickly run, bought a draft excluder. Yeah, uh, taped Sylvester's tail to his back, and then went. Ah, I got it. I mean, you know, he does. He does do Sylvester some harm late in the episode, but like not mostly just by being really quick,
0: because it's yeah. probably like a scorch mark sort of situation. Yeah. But I mean, you know, Sylvester. Uh, that's that's not going to bother him.
1: Like. No, um, he's had much worse. The grenade bit. Oh, he's clearly been blown up with a grenade before. Yeah,
0: that sucked for him, Because it that, blew that... up and he just carried on. <laughs> just like, just uh, chuck uh, it yeah. in the hole anyway. But that, that, was, that was what made me think, like, Speedy's not really being that fast because he wasn't running any quicker than no, Sylvester Sylvester was. ran off and Speedy Gonzalez just moves his legs really fast. But we've seen him doing
1: that before because when he was dancing around the hat That's true. last time, his legs were going for it, but he's just
0: moving real slow. Yeah, He's just got tremendous control. Even now, he really does. But yeah, I I mean, there wasn't really much to gain from that except, like, I think it is going to be worth keeping an eye on Speedy because we've always assumed that he was going to be some sort of heroic character.
1: Yeah, but then again, he's like, uh, like, he was introduced to us as a bandit, which, like, I mean, he was quite different in those early episodes. Yeah. But, like, from our viewpoint before we started doing this, like, we don't remember that Speedy. We remember. No. You know, this plucky little, little. Do, you reckon, guy? do you
0: he's a bit like, uh, say, like Billy the Kid? What? Hmm. So he's. So, so, like, he's an outlaw and and he is a bit of a bad guy, but he's like one of those roguish, like, ah, go on, we like him anyway. Yeah, we just, we just like him. It's he's like, just, ah, he's a, he's a legend. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, no, no, like, this guy murdered people. Like, it's <laughs> what he did. He, well, we'll see. He wasn't we'll, a nice guy. We'll see if we're reminded of his
1: bandit past. Yeah. But, like, he seems to. I mean,. One thing from this episode is that if he's going to continue falling out with all, all of these people, yeah. at least he'll be free to play some basketball in about 40 years. That's true. Um, shall we move on then to the last pair for today? Uh, it's a double Elmer number. Um, yep. We've got a Bugs and Elmer number with Millicent. I remember
0: the name Millicent, but I can't quite remember who that is. No, and unfortunately it's, uh, it's in black, so we can't,
1: we can't link through. No, but We're watching Rabbit Romeo... Uh, which is a Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, and Millicent number from December 14th, 1957. I think I know who Millicent is, though.
0: Go on. Well, if that's called Rabbit Romeo, and we've got Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, and Millicent, and then the next episode, we've got Mrs. Elmer Fudd, I think Millicent becomes Mrs. Elmer Fudd.
1: Yeah, because uh, after Rabbit Romeo, first of... Happy New Year! Happy New Year! (laughs) Happy (laughs) New Year!
0: What was that? That was the 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 pipe That was again. the pipe yeah. popper again, was yeah. it? It's changed.
1: It's sounding more like, a, like... A, a quiet fart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're moving on into 1958. Uh, and we're watching "Don't Axe Me," which uh, is a a weird gaggle of characters: is uh, Barnyard Dog, Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd, Mrs. Elmer Fudd, and Reverend Brown from January 4th, 1958. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to make a sensible arc between these two because otherwise it's going to be weird. Get very confusing indeed. Yeah. Right, do those link together
0: to you? No. I was, um I was right about him dressing as a bunny though. You were right about him dressing as a bunny. Um so Millicent, to me, had very sort of Pepe Le Pew vibes.
1: Yeah, so Millicent is a giant, like, sort of white rabbit from Slobovia, which is somewhere Sylvester went a long time ago. Yes. uh, A hunting uh, cultist mice, I believe, at the time.
0: Yeah, I think that was the first and only time we've come across Slobovia. I think it's been Slobovia. Slobovia. But I think it's been mentioned once since. I think it has. Was it not something that didn't we toy with the idea that maybe that was where um oh god what was his name the the drunk mouse who became Fivel.
1: um yeah Slobovia looked very like there was a there's a load of episodes with Sniffles that was it Sniffles Ah, uh, I oh,
0: haven't seen him in a while aka fifle from yeah uh, Fifle Goes West Fiefel and goes the American West. Tale American
1: Tale that's the bit yeah. I couldn't get yeah, like <laughs> I knew Fifle Goes West like, yeah that was the second uh, one <laughs> um uh, but, yeah, there was a string of cartoons, sniffles, which had this very sort of, uh, like, kind of twee European vibe. Yeah. Flabovia definitely looked like that. But yeah. anyway, Millicent is a giant white bunny from there. Um, supposedly. Supposedly. Yeah. Uh, and she's been sent to Elmer to look after for a while, a month, I think it's yeah, uh, until uh, his uncle Judd. Yeah, Judd Fudd. Judd Fudd. (laughs) Judd Fudd. (laughs) Can pick her up. Now, I don't think I'm alone in believing that this
0: Uncle Judd does not exist. I don't think Uncle Judd exists at all because no one's called Judd Fudd.
1: Um, but, yeah, basically the episode, uh, stems around, uh, Elmer basically trying to use bugs to keep Millicent, uh, company company and keep her happy for that month, uh, but she's yeah, you're right. She's very Pepe Le Pew. Um, yeah.
0: Like, uh, upon seeing Bugs, she's immediately like, "You must give me a kiss immediately. You must give me a kiss. Oh, you want to play the hiding and the seeking? Yeah. And so, like, it, the the first time she she demands a kiss, uh, Bugs grabs a goldfish out of the bowl, presses that into her face uh, while she's got her eyes closed, puts it back, and then the goldfish goes into his little sand. Gets castle. a gun out. Gets a gun out, goes into his little sandcastle, and we can only assume bro- blows his little three-second brain all over the place.
1: Yeah. Uh, he also walks into a sandcastle. He did. That's the <laughs> second time he- we've seen that this, this week. So he had his moment... I assume. And used that newfound cognizance... To blow his ombrens out with a newfound gun as well. <laughs> newfound gun. She, uh, presumably, I don't know, just had in a back pocket I'm somehow. Guessing,
0: I'm guessing that manifested in his moment of stress. That was his toon power, was to pull a gun.
1: But this generally goes on for uh, a large chunk of the episode with Elmer sort of forcing Bugs back into yeah, the Yeah, sort of like a shotgun gunpoint. marriage-esque. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, in... In the end, Bugs gets Millicent locked out of the house. Yeah. Tricks
0: Elmer into a bunny bunny outfit
1: and says Uncle Judd's here and Elmer goes out there and he gets chased off by Millicent. Now, the non-existence of Uncle Judd suggests a third party got involved at some point in this process and thought, this is what needs to happen. Now,
0: it's normally future Bugs. Normally, but Why? (sighs) <sighs> that's that, that. That's the bit I because I was like, ah, oh, this is a this. Th- th- this is a, this is a future
1: bugs bit. I'm wondering if it'll be something that could be answered in the next uh, cartoon. Don't ask me, but there's just like, I kind of wasn't though. But well, it depends. I haven't got I haven't got anything for how we get from one to the other, um, really. But uh, I've still got to feel like it was a future bugs uh, involvement here because when we find current bugs in this one yeah he's freezing to death starving he's got no carrots left now when he's got no carrots left that means there's something he needs to do that's true but i think we got maybe a glimpse of what happens if he runs out of carrots and can't work out what he's meant to do
0: (laughs) yeah like so like this this one kind of took place the, the the first of the two took place in like The winter. And I I was under the assumption that basically there was a snap freeze and bugs got stuck above ground and and he he can't get in through frozen ground. But wouldn't future bugs have just arranged for there to be
1: a box of carrots there? I mean, potentially. Unless something is different this time around to cause
0: said snap freeze than when... Yeah, I mean, Future like, I, like, like, like I, I, I think there's definitely something for, for Bugs to do, but the reason he's in the situation that he's in... Is so n- Elmer, is a tempting choice. Yeah, and, like, Elmer, Elmer comes along with a carrot on offer to get Bugs back, but the question is, is why? Like, why does Bugs, pass? Bugs, need to meet this rabbit, Millicent, and why does he need to basically... I mean, unless it's to get Bugs into that house...
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's to get bugs into that house or to get Elmer somewhere. Yeah, like, is it about getting Elmer somewhere? Because the next episode, Elmer seems to have settled down with a wife.
0: Um, I I think he's potentially always had that wife, or he
1: has a lot.
0: He has a lot of properties. He's got a lot of properties, and this. So, so the next one, because maybe if we talk about the next one, we might work out what the first one's about. Um, So he ends up on. Well, he's on his farm where apparently barnyard dog is but barnyard dog is called Rover so yeah. I'm not sure that that is barnyard dog but barnyard dog can talk and Rover can talk he too. he did talk like barnyard dog and he did look a lot like barnyard dog but we have seen also, this
1: before but he was also desperately trying not to talk for a long time yes because like it wasn't like uh we watched this dog Rover have its its moment no become a talking tune like he was doing it was sh- someone who could show and also who was Pretending not to be able to for whatever reason, so I wonder if it is Binyard dog, but for whatever reason, doesn't want to. He, wa- let he wants on. to be Rover for a bit. He just wants to be a normal dog. Let him alone. Yeah, and understandably, given the time he endures with Foghorn and Leghorn. Po- yeah, possibly, but um, unfortunately, Daffy's on the scene now, and so
0: yeah, so like Daffy's there and. I mean, we've got to assume that Daffy and Elmer both know each other, but like Daffy's Daffy's spending some time on Elmer's farm, annoying Elmer. Um, th- I mean, this is only like it's less than a month in between when Bugs was being chased off by or uh, was being chased around by Millicent. Uh, less than a month later, Elmer's on this farm. Now, Mrs. Elmer is. There and at first, I was like, oh, I wonder if we ever see these two on the screen at the same time because they are just the same, they are just the same, but one's got a wig on. Um, Elma loses his face at one point, yeah, showing a, that he is an egg underneath, yeah, he's just an egg and it's yeah. a painted on face, yeah. Um, <laughs> is Mrs. Elmer Fudd an egg too? I think she's probably an egg too. Do you reckon she's an egghead that made it as
1: well, just after? I think she might have sort of made it, but not like, like after the sort of transformation not quite had the wherewithal to do themselves up like a person and get on with life, because the face is the same. The, the, and the I face reckon Elmer painted that face as well. uh, Yeah,
0: so I, I think this is somebody that Elmer knew from when he was an egghead, and like as soon as she kind of sprouted arms, legs, and a body and all of that sort of stuff at the bottom of her egg, that he's went, ah, oh, brilliant. How about, e- how, how about you come live on my farm as my wife? The, egg, the egghead like, concept uh just thought i should say it's History, a
1: very yeah. it's a very old one uh yeah but uh occasionally uh there are things called eggheads they are very short-lived uh humanoid things that spawn from eggs yeah they didn't look like elmer but they're, they're very short-lived and they just had these little experiences then then perished yeah elmer is the one who managed to make it through, managed to keep on living. And he hatched out the bottom. And, it, and then he had a full, real body hatched out the bottom of the egg. Yeah. Um, which is what they were all going for,
0: but it never really happened. No, um, it only to do a special few, and it but, seems that Mrs. Elmer Fudd.
1: Yeah, but I reckon he drew the face.
0: Yes. He was like, don't worry, I'll sort you out, love. Oh, but it, it is interesting that it is Mrs. Elmer Fudd. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not It's not Mrs. Fudd or Mrs. Like, Elsa Fudd or... Anything? It's Mrs. Elma Fudd. Same name. Yeah. Just with Mrs.
1: But is that is that a, is that a misunderstanding? Like was was this something that's been the case for quite a long time?
0: And uh, before Elma was a bit more. Uh, what do you think? All eggheads that make it are just called Elma Fudd. They're all Elma Fudd. Or maybe mean, oh, or maybe one of them was called Jud. Nah, Judd Fudd. I, I don't, <laughs> Judd Fudd doesn't exist. Not it. I I I don't think Judd Fudd exists. So. Mrs. Elmer Ford's got a face painted on by Elmer. She's been brought in from when she hatched from the experiences. She was brought in to live on Elmer's farm as his wife. Uh, Elmer has lots of properties, and we've got to assume he went from whatever property he was in with Millicent to now here.
1: Do we think it's a romantic relationship, or do we think it's uh, for tax reasons?
0: I mean, knowing Elmer, it's tax reasons. He's got a
1: lot of properties, uh, and he's done this egghead up to look i basically the same as him i think it's, elmer mrs. Is elmer because, it's mrs elmer fudd because it's his name on all the paperwork yeah but if they come round, it's like at least you go oh no there's just been a mistake in the title there it's it's me Elma yeah. fudd
0: yeah i i think so but I, I i think elmer is entirely asexual i don't think i don't think he's an egg for god's yeah. sake like that's not the way they reproduce. Like, I don't know how they reproduce, but it's not. It's not through, like, you know, a romantic relationship. How did that never come
1: up, like, four years ago? Like, what kind of egg is this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it just never came up. <laughs> it hasn't, no. Because it, it was when an egg had a moment rather yeah. than uh, a young chicken. So I think it was a chicken egg, but I think it probably yeah. happened to any egg.
0: Yes. So you startle an egg. You, ne- <laughs> you never know what's going to happen. Exactly. Frighten an egg. Um, but, I mean... Reverend Brown never actually turned up. On, he did.
1: We got a voice. Yeah,
0: a voice. But he talked like that. Theirs. That could have been anybody, as far as I know.
1: That's true. But he came round for roast duck, and he did come round for roast duck. And so Daffy lives
0: to lives to tell him the another tale. Day. Yep. But th- th- I think there's really not a lot to get from either of them, except how did Elmer get from one to the other? I mean, we we know he has spent time as a
1: rabbit before and i so say that's why i kind of knew that that was going to be where the episode ended up the question is is there is there does millicent have a property somewhere like does know. millicent
0: have bunny because because we we talked very long time ago about uh, bunny tracks and how they are used as sort of like a, a highway a fast track for um for rabbits and whatnot do you think elmer has learned to tap into those when he's dressed as a
1: bunny yeah, I don't know, because Elmer is incredibly powerful. We know this, yes. and we now know that he knows he's incredibly powerful. He also wields all the power of being incredibly rich Uh,
0: no, do top you think, of that. Do you think when Elmer dresses up as a bunny, that triggers um, Bugs' wish? I don't think so. Because, because he's not a
1: bunny. Because he's not a bunny. But I do like the idea that the bunny is sort of a like sort of a super suit, like a like a tanuki suit for yeah. Elmer, but it just lets him use the rabbit tracks to speed about. Because
0: that's that, that that for me would explain how that's Elmer got from do...
1: one to the other. Yeah. It's also like... the only way he could would have been able to get away from because Millicent, Millicent would be able to travel incredibly fast. Yes. On the on the on the bunny tracks. And Elmer can use them too. Uh, and also has
0: a whole host of other powers. Bugs gave him his tanuki suit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he 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 gave that to Elmer, That's the thing that 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 is so important. That Bugs
1: gave Elma that suit. So we think it is that Bugs needs to be in that house. Then yes, there's something in that house. There's something in that house that Bugs
0: needs, and it's going to take him a while. So yep. he needs Elma not to be. So he there. needs Elma out and somewhere else. So he gets. So he sends in Millicent, but Millicent needs a rabbit, and then he needs to give. He needs to give Elma this suit to so he can get away from Millicent. But he also needs Elma out of the house. So, so I don't going to be think it's any chase
1: by Millicent. Yeah,
0: I don't think it's any uh, bunny suit will do. I think it's the one that Bugs, Bugs yeah. gave him because
1: Bu- it's always been Bugs's fault. He's wound up with it before. Yes, as well, um, the question is, what's Bugs looking for in the house? So I think in like in episodes to come, we're looking for probably major changes to Elmer's financial situation, or like, yeah, his or major situation. changes to
0: uh, what Bugs has because we know Bugs yeah. is after cash. We know Bugs needs money. We know Elmer's got so it's, it. So, so it's possible that maybe Bugs just needed to find the safe, and needed time to crack it. Um, maybe or so. maybe, maybe he's just in there after Elmer's uh, checkbook. Yeah, writing blank checks to Daffy. Yeah, to keep him to keep him going, keep him going. Which potentially is why Daffy was in the following episode on the farm. Maybe, maybe Daffy had been sent in again to find Elmer's um, sort of like financial records within that. Because we know Daffy works on the agency and we know that Future Bugs is the head of that agency so we we know that he could have been sent in with a mission to go and find the financial records of Elmer Food or Mrs. Elmer
1: Food. because it also would make sense because Daffy's sniffing around at Elmer's place yeah. and Elmer's just like stop being greedy you're the greediest duck in the world yeah uh, and I, I
0: think Daffy's in there looking for financial records at thought- the behest of Deep Throat I mean, I know, I just... No, we didn't look up what it was on X-Files.
1: No, we we looked up up something different. We We looked up what baby ferrets were called. (laughs) Kittens. Uh, So, I think that's about all we've got time for uh, this week. Uh, As ever, we're going to leave you with a song. Uh, Yep. We... The only song, really, this week has been uh, La Cucaracha. Um, We didn't want to just put a standard mariachi version on. uh, Because, you know, we start with some mariachi stuff, so... Uh, we found this weird one by uh, someone called uh, I think Lila Downs. I think uh, yeah,
0: I think that's about right. I like it's it. It's weird.
1: It's incredibly intense. Yeah, so we're going to leave really it with uh, La Cucaracha, and uh, we'll be back uh, next week. Bye. Bye.
3: y en la feria todo el mundo ya lo sabe los que llegan al gobierno porque se puede comprar del partido comunista naciones para poner sus opiniones todos no estaban de acuerdo Ábreme la boca, búscame una coca Que no quiero trabalear Pica, rica, para zapatear Pido a Víctor Jara, no me vaya a doblegar Chama, Chama Che Guevara Una petición, una cucaracha Por culpa y omisión